Welcome back to System and Trivia, the podcast where we sometimes talk about multiple things at once. This is Brent. I don't have anything to say. I guess I'm just Jake Dan. <laughs> so you feel I'm like I'm a was... giant woo. Because apparently he's not. Jesus fuck. He's not high enough energy for it. Jake thought not. Do you feel not? Do you feel like maybe sad and deflated and everything is bad? You feel like a popped balloon? I never was whole. Do you ever feel... I've always had a hole in me. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Drifting in the wind or <laughs> something? <laughs> oh, I said a word. I heard that hurt. <laughs> Drifting in the wind. Boy, I tell you what. Oh, boy, I well, tell, I'll tell you, you what. what. Oh, I tell you what. Yep, hello there. My name is Katy Perry. I was down the pond Ooh, the other day. I don't, I don't what? know that's what she sounds like. What? Yeah, she does. Pulled out no. a trout fish with my bare that's, hands. This is definitely not what she sounds Did you know she started as like a, a southern like Christian music? Yeah, she was, like gos- she was a gospel, gospel singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was similar to what Johnny Cash was trying to do. Johnny Cash was very much a gospel singer as well, too. Yep. And yeah. the guy literally told him, look, I've got 100 people or 100 bands that will do gospel singing. I need something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when he became what he is today. And the reason why he always wore black is because that's all they had to wear were their going to church clothes. Mm. This has been Johnny Cash and Miss Trivia. <laughs> Cash and Miss Trivia. We should Cash change our names to Cash and Miss Trivia. We should. Maybe we'll get a, a, a larger audience. Like Maybe. Cash, C-A-C-H-E? No, C- no. C-A-S-H, Jathan. Yeah. Like Johnny? Yeah, no, Jesus. like money, Jason. Fuck, really? Oh my gosh. Oh, I thought you were talking about, uh, like, <sighs> cashing things. No. Not like a check, but like we a... We did not, we did not mention... So we're looking request. for a new co-host no. who understands the word cash versus cash. If you'd like to <laughs> I apply, understand it, I just, I just defined it. There was no surrounding <laughs> context that would hint at that at all. Well, I tuned out when you guys started talking about Katy Perry. To be fair, I do the to exact same thing with Dina, like, all the time. I'd be like, oh, did you mean this? And she'd be like, no. Be like, oh, yeah, I guess not. Whoops. Well, ooh, that's, ooh, uh, ooh. typical male. <laughs> what the fuck? Typical male. Don't, do not. Doesn't pay attention. Do okay. not. All right, you're, get started. okay. So now we're looking for another co-host. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're cruising for a... For a bruising son. No. Let's replace woman. Uh, uh, woman. Let's wow. replace Peyton with a woman. Wow. Let's. Pro- wow. <laughs> wow. That'd can be we, some good perspective. Can she's we probably smarter with one of those like pull string talking dolls? Because I feel like that'd be just as effective. No, you would have to replace me with some kind of Markov bot. Oh, like a Markov chain bot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I think it's viable if you do that. <laughs> just. Pipe it through, like... <laughs> Literally just, like, feed it the ZFS man page. Or, n- well, no, I was, I was like, just, no, you don't, you take, well, all right, whatever. Yeah, as well, input, you have to seed it with something. Man page or something. But output, just pipe it through eSpeak, done. We've now replaced you. Can we make a whole episode that's not really any real people? <laughs> Maybe for April Fool's. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of that, though. (laughs) Even if it's our words, but it's, like, read by something. (laughs) We'll just... Well, no, we'll seed it with, like, all of the past show notes. And just see who we come up with. (laughs) Just put it through a market, (laughs) Markov chain, 
and just run it through eSpeak. But we had to like alter the alter the pitches or something. You, you know, you could like slightly change the voices of, of eSpeak and stuff, right? Welcome to. <laughs> Welcome to Sispa. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome to Sispa. <laughs> then it's just gonna be a whole bunch of beep beep ban, beep. Ban him. Ban him right now. <laughs> oh god. All right. We might actually have to do the April Fools. But now that we've or said we could it just air, do it as an experiment. Well, no, I'm not going to do it well, unless it be well, actually. We like, can't used. talk about what we're going to do for April Fools, even if we're not going to do it. Yeah, it's because not going to be funny if we tell them. Because then if we do it, they'll be like, oh, ha ha, this is an April Fools joke. Ah, ha ha, guys. All right, well, let's we just put static over the last, season. like, 40 seconds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, we'll just make the last 40 seconds just one long beep. Beep. <laughs> Here, Peyton and Jathan talk about their local addresses. Beep. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Guys, we're talking about LDAP tonight. LDAP. My address I... is 200. <laughs> I hate you so much. What? I said I hate him so much. Uh, no, I was, I was oh, saying oh. what to him. Mm. Not you. Get the context clues. Come on now. My, my address yeah. is 0x04BC43. <laughs> okay. Start rattling off like right, a, right. a random you, address. Are you done? I'm done. I'm done. Are you done? Because this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. This is no, not good bands. It doesn't. We're, <laughs> we're off topic. This isn't even a good band, topic. though. It's a terrible band. Bad band. I feel and like the bands by nature have to be off your topic. I should or it's not really band. a band. Yeah, right? Well, it depends on the band, I suppose. Yeah. If it was a humorous band, we have, then well, it would be Well, we have banted. Okay. About the topic, we have banted about the topic, absolutely. Especially Jathan and I with the Python pack. Jathan, have a you ever? That's a little actually, bit more than the bants. Have you ever used Python, Jathan? Oh, geez, yeah. All right, well, we'll we'll save it for the topic. But yeah, we're yeah, we're talking about LDAP tonight. LDAP. LDAP, lightweight LDAP. directory access protocol. That's right. It's a lightweight protocol for accessing directory services. It's really not, though, but I'll, we'll, we'll go into why it's <laughs> called that. Well, the access part is fairly lightweight. <laughs> mm, mm, not really. You can actually get pretty complex. With it. But no, uh, wow. we'll, we'll get into it when we get into it. But I was very surprised to see that we had not taken a whole episode to talk about it yet. So We have we, talked about free IPA. We've, yeah, we've mentioned things with relating Stryker. to it. Yeah, that was a good episode. Uh, Striker was a, a fun time, but yeah, we we've talked about things relating to it, but yep. never the actual protocol, right? Software, uh, not software, but data structuring, so on and thing. so forth. So we've we'll, never talked yeah. about the thing. the thing, yeah, the thing. So we'll be talking about that. How are you guys doing? Um, I've had a lot of better weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you what? Mm-hmm. Was that English? <laughs> Yeah. It was? I mean, technically it was, but it didn't really... Those were English words, but they were not put together in an English statement. Well, grammatically... It was it fine. Was correct, grammatically? But, but uh, contextually, it, it's almost devoid of meaning. I'm going to disagree there. Yeah, no, I contextually, it was, it's devoid of meaning. Jathan. Right. Jathan. You know what? No, I don't care. So, guys, <laughs> what are you drinking? Go ahead, Jathan. It's your turn. I don't even want to admit it. Water? What? You're drinking water, aren't you? Just admit it. No, water's not good drinking for you. For the fan. Yeah, water's, water's good. good. That's not, not water. You're doing though. it for the fans, and that's bad. You're very ready? bad. Are you ready? Are you this is something pee? you didn't even know existed. Drinking pee. Miller High Life Light. What? So water. So pee. <laughs> something in between. It's like a dull pee. <laughs> Wait, how do you know what pee tastes like, Jathan? 
kind of we've all you know, had all been there. We've all been there. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I haven't. Well, you just don't remember. Clearly, you've never been difference. in the desert like Bear Grylls, and you need to, you know, store your pee in a rattlesnake skin. Because that happens to everyone. Right. Well, if you put yourself in that situation. I don't, though. <laughs> Who does? Oh. So, Brent, what are, you, what are you drinking? I'm drinking water, and here's why. So, I got my, oh my God. trays in. You have another month to go. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the excuses you have are unreal. Nobody not cares. Excuses. If you're not dedicated, just say, I'm a little bitch. No, uh, say, they're not excuses. It's going to be, so be Linux, water, and late nights from now on. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even make any sense, so but they, hey. No, okay, hold on. So, they told me trays off September 15th. I'm like, sweet. Okay. I go awesome. in. Awesome. They shave the button things down, right? And they're like, okay, now you need to wear your last tray for three weeks, and then you get your retainers, and you have to wear them for another three weeks, and then you can only wear them at night. So I'm sitting here going, excuse me, what? What? So your trays are off, but you have new trays that are not off. No, I'm wearing the same trays as before. Okay. The last set of trays. But I have to wear these until they finish making the retainers. Oh, oh. This new technology is fucking bullshit. It is bullshit. You know what? You it's should sue bullshit. them because no, it's bullshit. I, that would be such a yeah, frivolous lawsuit. Fuck them. Sue them right now because they're making you wear bullshit. You would be the the worst legal counsel, baby. You are literally the problem with America. <laughs> Between you and Donald Trump, it's bad. I would oh, be, fuck I would you. Spend... Fuck Fuck I would spend right so much you would you would make people spend so much money just to get to court and to have it thrown out immediately. Anyways, so that's why I'm drinking water again, because I'm I'm stuck with these bitches for another three weeks. I'm just gonna make a prediction. Wah, and then wah, wah. three weeks after that I have to wear retainers full time. I make a prediction. But then I can drink. Is that even when Brent doesn't have his trays? Mm-hmm. Which wouldn't be that much work to take out for, you know, an hour of recording, but... No, no they're attached to his mouth. No, they're, well, they're not. I could take them out, but the problem is then I have to go up... No, they're attached to your mouth. What do you mean? I know what, you're, what are you talking attached. about, Peyton? They're, they're, they're... No, no they're I, not. No, they're not. Glued Shut on. up, Peyton. No, Glued. they're not. They're, they're <laughs> held in by, by tension. But the problem is, if I take them out, Jathan, I, I have to brush my teeth again. Oh, no. That's like, no, you don't understand. I brush my teeth like six times a day. Because oh, every time you no. take them out and eat something or drink something that's not water, you have to mm-hmm. put it back in. You have to okay. brush your teeth and put it back in. This is irrelevant to what I was going to say. So I'm going to go on the on the record here mm-hmm. and say that in eight years or whenever pay, uh, Brent is actually done with his trays <laughs> and his retainer and everything, he's still going to just drink water and he'll just have another shitty excuse. No, 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 so no, if no. you were expecting no, no. any kind of fun Brent calculating or anything, they're, no. they're viable. if you were ever, shh, it's my okay, turn. No. <laughs> if you were ever expecting a fun Brent with any kind of calculating involved, calculating. it's never going to happen again. Just tune out. Don't download the new episode. Unsubscribe. We're not the podcast for you. No, you're an idiot. And here's why. Have you had these trays before, Jathan? No, he's not. So he has no idea what he's talking about. But here's I the, you have no idea Jay-thon. what you're talking about. You have no here's, idea here's, how annoying it is after here's oh the thing, like a year of doing this Here's shit. the thing. It doesn't matter if he starts drinking anyway because it's going to take him an entire season to go through a bottle. So, well, you know. That's no. true. But that's a different issue. That's very true. It's Yeah, it is. It's very true. Dude, you're the slowest drinker. Like That's because I have fucking huge bottles and I don't drink I like polish off huge bottles. Of podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. They're giant bottles. They're big old bottles. So so are mine. No, they're not. 
the bottle of bourbon I sent you is a standard issue size bottle. Okay. Standard that, issue that size bottle, bottle is not a huge bottle, to be fair. I will grant you that. That bottle. Bottom. That one bottle. Yeah, everything that, else. You is, know what? Is that, big. If anyone's trying to learn how to be an alcoholic, <sighs> don't do it that way. Brent's not good at that. Well, I would venture that he's probably better at it than you are. Wait, what are, what are we talking about? You being an alcoholic. By the way, I'm drinking yeah, cranberry well, juice I'm, and vodka and water. I think, uh, okay, vodka, cranberry juice, what vodka? My um, Buckeye vodka. Buckeye, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You really like that vodka, don't you? It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. One of your favorites? It's a big bottle. Mm. So, you know. After you just, wait, is it <clears> the same <throat> bottle as before after you just got all my case? Y- yes, but okay. I don't drink okay. it often. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't drink it often, though. And I well, drink more than you do I in a session. I don't drink often either. Fuck you I drink guys. more than you do in a session, though. Uh, well, maybe. You're a bigger guy. I am a bigger guy. What the fuck happened? I'm not afraid to admit that I have a big dick here. <laughs> to do. Speaking okay. of that... <laughs> here's not j Here's... Here's... Yeah, you walk tip. yourself in a quarter. Now you're essentially saying no, J-Thon has a big dick. Here's Payton with a tip. Oh, oh, I oh, I see what you did. But Jathan didn't tell us what he's drinking yet. He did. Oh, he did. That's right. The, the, Miller, the first one. Jesus Miller Highlight Christ. Life. What no is water. happening? What the fuck, man? Are you not paying attention? Because, right. holy he's, cow. He's drinking pee. That's right. That's right. Pee. He's <laughs> drinking urine. He's one of those pee drinkers. All right, Peyton, what's the tip? Well, I have an, a meaty, turgid, tempestuous tip here. Actually, it's a double tip. Oh, I, got right, a du- yeah. I got a double. I got a double one this time. So first thing we're going to talk about is Trace Path. If you've not heard of Trace Path, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. It's a newer version of Trace Route, and so it's very similar to Trace Route. It's part of IP Route too, isn't it? I believe so. Yes. But basically, the big thing here that's different from tra- Trace Route is that it doesn't require a super user and has no real fancy options. You only have two options. You have Dash N, which is don't look at post names, and Dash L, which is set the initial packet length. It does run pretty quickly. It's pretty nice. There's also a Trace Path 6, so Trace Route 6. So that does, you know, Trace Path IP6. 6. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And unfortunately, it doesn't do a very good job with that because commercial IP routers don't return enough information in their ICMP error messages. So it's one of those things of try it, you know, whatever, maybe it'll update soon. Who knows? The other thing that I want to talk about is it's called Traff Show. And it's a little different. It actually shows you traffic. It's like a it's like a port <laughs> sniffer, you know, for your laptop or whatever. It does require sudo, mm-hmm. and it will show you your different net connections. I should say. It's so, basically uh, an interactive. Wired, right. An it's N versus interactive. TCP dump. It's interactive. Basically, basically but it's yeah. fucking. Don't bother using it because it you can is. Just, it's you dumb. can just tunnel wire stack over SSH. Right. Done. Right. Jesus. That's right. not very PC. Or no, 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 no. It's silly. It's, it's really silly, silly. and for the record, Jathan wanted me to talk about it. So if you I, want to, I believe, isn't that one, silly? I believe it we is, mentioned you, in a previous episode why it was silly specifically. No, it's D U M, dumb. <laughs> You're literally it's super dumb. It's super dumb, guys. So, but if you no. want to check it out, check it out. It's, it is you on the literally. ARs. It's uh, available everywhere. So look at it. But again, it's literally just a TCP dump, essentially. No, no, no. Yes, yes. But yes. it's okay. Just, it's just like run a quick dump and, and tunnel it over SSH. It's done. Right. Exactly. Okay. Boom. So, there you go. Done. Finished. That was my big meaty turgid <laughs> floppy tip. I would like to dispute something. <laughs> nope. Too bad. There are no disputes so, allowed in this channel. LDAP. I'm a disputer. Reminders, LDAP is called the lightweight directory. Hey, wait, hey, hey, hey! Reminders. Yep. 
Oh, 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 shit, thank you. You know, I almost forgot again. You fucking you almost <laughs> forgot. Jesus fuck. This is why I just said I'm not reminding you, because I forgot. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm sitting here staring at it. I reminded you before the show. You're like, thanks, I would have forgotten. Here you go. I have a window of it up on my second monitor, Jesus. and I just blew fuck right past it visually. Okay. Golly, Moses. So, uh, before we actually do get started about LDAP. I'm the only one. That remembers this shit. I'm the only nah, one. this should have been at the beginning, but anybody who's serious already tuned out, and now we just ruined the whole episode. By the way, shout out to A. Mayor, Nasbeg, and also to you, Jathan. I love you, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, I forgot. Last episode, Brent seemed kind of sad I wasn't giving him a shout out, so no. shout out to Brent. No, it's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb that you two No, you can tell he was so sad hey, don't last time. Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that bell so you're oh. notified. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's satire. I hate that. Please don't do that. Uh, I mean, if you want to subscribe to us, that's great, but I'm not going to ask you to. Also, we, we don't have a like or a subscribe right, button right. or a bell. So, right. But you can subscribe with your favorite podcast client. Yeah, that's you can. fine. Or you even can. your RSS client. You or know. or even your, your phone's podcast, built-in podcast client. Podcast if you, is if you are, RSS. You know. so. But okay. not Spotify or we're on there? No, we are, we are on Spotify. Spotify. We are oh, yeah, you said Spotify. Yeah, so we're yeah. on Spotify. Google, and we have good reviews, too, I might add. Google Podcasts. We do? We have good reviews. On, on Spotify? Have, I believe so. Oh, How do I we might find reviews? To, I might have to update our link to the Google Spot Google Podcast you, thing. You I might. Think the link might have changed. Spotify is currently set to offline. What the hell is this about? Well, you maybe should put it to online. <sighs> okay, but wait. I would like to And then we're also on something. iTunes, obviously. No. So, coming up <laughs> anyway, in October, at in the October, end of October... We're doing something called the Spooktacular, because we're all adults. You didn't do that right. It's the the Spooktacular. Okay. (laughs) We don't even have reviews on Spotify. Whatever. So right. Was that at the end of October? We're not even on that right now. At the end of October. (laughs) Since we're adults and we're too old to be trick or treating, unless you live in kind of a weird neighborhood, we're doing something called a Spooktacular. It's a two-day game night, and it's all horror games. It's going to be, I think. They ooh, hunger. Ooh, ooh, yes. Ooh, ooh. Are you gonna do Alien Isolation? I don't think you can co-op that. Can you? Okay. Oh, I think you can. Hold on. Uh, keep talking. I'm gonna okay. Run. Yeah. See if you can co-op that, and if it runs in Linux, because if it can, that'd be boss. But yeah. So currently lined up for that, I have all the entire They Hunger series. So that's one. They Hunger one to three. <sighs> yeah, they're from the '80s. They're on Sven Co-op. So, oh fuck no! It's not. Damn it! I was hoping it was. I'm sorry. No, that's a shame. Nope. This entire. You're, you're thinking of Colonial Marines. No, no, no. You Alien Isolation that. is is the is. The, I I know. I wasn't thinking of the co-op. I mm. was just thinking it's a really nice horror game. Like oh, it's, it's really it's well put together spooky. as a horror. Game. Yeah, it's. I feel like a lot of with that game, a lot of it would be ruined with co-op though. Because a lot of it's the isolation. I mean, it's in the title. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, okay, no. Absolutely. Anyways. Absolutely. Carry on. Carry on. So Sven Co-op will be doing Day Hunger 1 through 3. Ooh. I think 1 through 4. Jathan, nice. please don't kill us all again. Wait, what? Do not blow up the rocket, Jathan. Right. Do not don't blow, blow up the rocket. Thankfully, I don't think Day Hunger has a rocket in it. But if it did, you know Jathan would find would a way kill to do us it. all with it. You know that, right? Like, he right. would find a way to do that. And we also will be doing Extra Life. I'll be doing Extra Life. We have an Extra Life team. I'm going to link, you know, I'm, I'm going to give a link to the post that describes all this in detail with a link to on how you can join our Extra Life team. But we'll be, I'm doing that. And Jathan may be able to play for a bit. Peyton, I think, is just going to be our hype man because he's going to be busy with baby. 
Yeah, I am unfortunately going to have a baby. I might be able to jump in for a little I bit. I am going to unfortunately but... have a baby, he says. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, right. I'm pretty you know sure he didn't mean it that way, but just, if you just tune in right there, unfortunately, we're going to have a baby. <laughs> right. right. I mean, if you're not expecting one. Okay, but, so. Okay, now there have been women who have given birth and weren't aware we they were pregnant. We know. Yes, right. But then you, the you typically wouldn't know that the baby would be coming. So, <laughs> all right. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. So we're we're doing it. I'm doing extra life. The guys are gonna try and cheer me on and hopefully help me with the fundraising. I will do what I can. I will do what I can. Absolutely. Awesome. And I hope Jathan will do what he can as well because he should. Otherwise, <laughs> well, he's a little bitch. Yeah. According so to you guys, you, I'm fairly useless, so I you, probably can't do much. If you, are you like useless, donating useless. money to help sick kids. And if you want to see me... Who yeah. wants to do that? What? Come on. <laughs> That's why I'm doing extra life. Damn kids. No, Jathan. Yeah, so... Is Shriners involved with this at all? You know, I don't think so. That's kind of lame. It should be. I mean, I guess. I mean, they kind of already do a lot. They, they do. do. They really do. They do. They don't I need just, business you know. over there. But yeah, so I'm doing extra life. Again, we'll have links to all of that with, with more information in the show notes. Essentially, it's it's a, a marathon. I play games for like 24 hours straight. I mean, yeah, I'll join now, for a while. We'll now, play through Doom together. Are you, you know, I was going to actually... You... Sorry. No, in no, one second, Peyton. I yeah. was actually going to go through Unreal Co-op. I was going to turn up a Ooh. server and anyone could join in. Ooh. Yeah, but it would be very classic if you and I went through Doom together and beat the taco demons up. So that's Cac-ca-demon. the thing. I don't think Unreal will last 24 hours. It's a long game, but it's not that long. So if we do finish it, and I might need help to get there, because I don't know how long it'll take just me, but because, you know, the maps are huge, so I get lost very easily in Unreal. But, you know, if we beat it early, then we're going to do uh, Doom. So then you can uh, you can Doom <sighs> with me. Empty promises. All right, we're 25 minutes in, and we haven't talked about the topic yet. Right. Who cares? We're, right. we're relaying we're information bands. that people... That people want and slash need to know, okay? Mm-hmm. They need to know about the extra life stuff. They need to know about the game nights. You know, it's important. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to know, Jathan. Also, join our Discord. Yeah, join our Discord. There's a link to that, too. In the All we do is shitpost memes. It's true. Gifts. No, no, no. We also make fun of Jathan. It's great. That's it's great. true. It is wrong again. There, so... Like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so LDAP. Lightweight so directory LDAP. access protocol. It has lightweight. a whole slew of RFCs. It's I'm not, not really even lightweight. <laughs> but it's not. It's not. It's very extensive. But the reason why is it's based off another standard X five hundred, I think, which is even bigger. Yeah. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. So they said, you know what, this is this is way too big. We need something more minimized than this that, you know, right. is, is faster and lightweight even. Lightweight comparatively, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so thus LDAP was born. Yeah, there's been various, you know, implementations through the years. Pretty much the two leading ones today are go- or well, three. We'll call three. Is Oracle's whatever they call it. They have their own LDAP mm-hmm. implementation. I can never remember the name of it. Did you oh, do? Oh, four. Yeah, Oracle does, yeah. Uh, and it's, Why? It's using, well, Why not? Enterprise, it's Oracle. It's, it's Enterprise. Oracle, dude. It's Oracle. Windows Active Directory has oh, yeah. a, is very integrated with LDAP very. protocol. 
surprisingly, it's very. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a pain in the ass to use it like LDAP, but it's you can open LDAP, which is primarily what you're going to find on the open source scene, and 389DS, which is the newcomer. It's Rel's private thing. I mean, it's open sourced, but it is. It's trash. Don't even bother with it. It's I hate it. It's dumb. Don't even. Don't even worry about it. I'm going to stand of... it up just because I like to be contrarian when it comes to you. I'm going to literally start using it. <laughs> On I'm a gonna, scale of one to Jathon, how dumb is you it? Range. You know, it's about three Jathons. It's backed wow, by Red Hat. Wow. wow. It's bad. So that's, that's pretty bad. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's pretty bad. But okay. if you are an all Red Hat shop, it does make a little bit sense because it Well, integrates... especially if you pay for support and they will support it. Yeah. Yeah, they won't support OpenLDAP anymore. So Yeah, they stopped doing that. That's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <sighs> So there's multiple implementations. It's essentially a data store with built-in authentication. So kind of like MySQL in that act in that sense, right? Like MySQL the users are in MySQL themselves as MySQL right. tables, right? Right. Mm-hmm, LDAP's mm-hmm. sort of the same thing, but it's not flat so much like MySQL. So is it like arbitrary key values? Not quite. You okay. need to LDAP does have a schema, right? You, it's not mm-hmm. like right. some random key value. Right. So you can have objects within LDAP that aren't just like you could create a custom. Yes. Yeah, you can absolutely uh-huh. create custom objects. And also, I, I I'm just. I feel like I have to disclaim this. I know the answer to this question. I'm just asking for everyone's benefit in case you don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> I mean, okay. You don't read docs, so we know you don't know the answer. Okay? Come on now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Don't okay me. Okay? So, <laughs> okay. 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 So, right. So, okay. you can okay. create your okay. own object types. They're called object types. And these object types can have associated attributes, which are essentially the keys. So it's very relational. It's even more relational than MySQL, right? Because you have nesting, you have like organizational units and all this other stuff. You can you can drill down multiple layers. Certain things mm-hmm. can have collect can be essentially be collections of other things. Right. And that makes it not really useful for just plain data storage because it's hard to get timestamps it's hard to contain multiple data per row. Like Relational yeah. databases are great for that. Like MySQL, you can have, you know, row one has this, 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 this thing. And all the rows have the same thing, right? And it, it does automatically, you know, what time this was inserted, all this kind of stuff. LDAP's a little bit different. It's more concerned with the relation aspect and organization. I'd say organization takes a priority over relation even in LDAP. But what this means is it's a very natural mechanism for storing information about, like, a company. You'd yeah. have a conglomeration or whatever, you know, some sort of large company, right? And then you'd have various countries' headquarters underneath that. Under each headquarter, right. you then have different departments. And then under each department, you would have teams and then yeah. maybe employees. And there's... You know, OUs there's a lot of well. different ways. I'm sorry? OUs, organization units? Well, all these technically would be OUs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. right. And, you know, that's not the only way to organize an LDAP. LDAP can be very flexible with how you, with what makes the most sense in how you organize your data, right? But 
it lets you drill down to that level and it keeps things very neat, very organized. And it even has something that my sequel doesn't. It has aliases. So some one object can appear in multiple places at once. Right. That's, yeah, that's that's something that's really They're basically neat. like sim links in a Linux file system or a Unix file system. That's kind of how, right. if you think of them in that aspect, where you can access them both as a sim link object and as a link to the actual object, you know, both can be represented by this one thing. Yeah. So very handy if you need to keep a an employee directory, for instance. Mm-hmm. And then you can even use it to authorize against. You can store user passwords and have them at- attempt a bind to LDAP using their provided credentials. And LDAP will say, yep, they can log in or nope, they can't log in. And then that even has built-in access controls and things to control what data they can see within that own structure. So essentially, it's, it's, it's really great for like staff purposes. You know, company directory, yeah. only these people can see these entries. Everyone else can see everything else. Stuff well, like that. it's top-down, too, I believe, mm-hmm. isn't it? So, like, you can definitely set up access so that, you know, you're getting the least access. Yes. So that's, I mean, that's a benefit to it. Is, yeah, is it can, is. You, the access control is, is pretty phenomenal. Right, yeah. It, it's very fantastic. I love the way OpenLDAP does it. it. It took me a while to, don't get me wrong, like, especially in OpenLDAP, ACLs are yeah. tricky because they're complex and very flexible. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy to bite yourself in the foot, to shoot yourself in the foot. Well, but don't shoot yourself in the bite foot. Bite yourself that's, in the that's, foot. Yeah, I know. That's really <laughs> not a good idea. gnawing on your foot. Well, I to started to say bite off more foot, than yeah. you you can chew, and then I, I ended up with shoot yourself in the foot, and it just became bite, bite Why yourself Why we got to have all these anti-dog sayings? What? No, it's a dog what? at dog world, Peyton. <laughs> it sure is. But they're all good dogs, Bron. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're right. It is, in terms of access, it is a top-down control. So you can say, okay... Everyone in this OU can have access. Right, right. But and by default, nobody will. Right. So, yeah, it does mean you're you writing. Even, I'm sorry. And you can even stack the OUs, too. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can have, like, an overall team and then have teams inside that that have individual access to their individual teams. And then further, further. Like, it, it's really nice how far down it goes. It's so flexible. Right. It right. is. It's super flexible. And it's, like, I mean, it's like a tree. It's, it's mm-hmm. very, the branches can go. It's fractal infinitely. data. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of, it's but it's kind also of, really yeah. hard to read too because of the way that it lays right. out those strings. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sure, you, sure you were getting to that. So yeah. So if sure. you're if yeah, you're sure. using like most of when I work with LDAP, most of my interactions are through like the Python LDAP library or the command line utilities LDAP search primarily. Mm-hmm. Sometimes LDAP modify whatever. But sometimes you, it does help to have a visual representation because when it puts it out to text, it's, it's not the easiest to visualize. It's hard to see that. It's like looking at a recursive find, like the results mm-hmm. of that, and trying to map that visually to like a hierarchy structure like the file system browser in Jurassic Park, right? It's, it, oh, God. It requires a lot, of, a lot of brain cycles to do that. Right. So there's right. A, also a lot of GUIs that, uh, for LDAP. They're called LDAP browsers. I mean, you know, you can also use it in a terminal as well. Yeah, you can. And that's where most of my work does. But again, it's hard to visualize right. in terminal. There's right. one or my two. My favorite way to interact with LDAP is via Python. It, yeah, the, the Python LDAP library is fantastic. It, there's Pretty nothing good. it can't do so far that I've encountered when it comes to LDAP. It supports all the major RFCs. It's fantastic. As far as LDAP library goes, it's one of the more mature ones for sure. But yeah, so 
again, it helps to have some sort of visual access to this, right? Mm -hmm. So then in that case, you're going to primarily be looking at Apache directory. I forget. Well, uh, what, man, what is it called? The, so Apache has their own LDAP server called Apache, Dire Apache directory, directory server. Mm -hmm. And then there's the browser is also abbreviated ADS. And I can't remember what the S is in that one. Apache directory services? Cert? I don't know. Hold on. Studio. Apache, Studio. Apache Directory Studio. That's the one you want. That's a that is, weird... It is. It is. It's weird, weird that, they, that they're both abbreviated with ADS, too. I, I hate yeah. that they do that, because Apache... Same thing. But you know what? It is by far the best LDAP GUI. Best LDAP browser I've ever used. Well, uh, isn't, isn't Free IPA essentially LDAP? It has a, a lot of things rolled into one. So one of yeah. those things is, yes, LDAP. With a Essentially. Lot of... Free IPA is like a turnkey directory service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... It's really turnkey authentication. No, I, I, I knew that. But, but it can be more than authentication, really, because, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, I think it even at this point has, like, support for standing up, like, an NTP server. It oh, does. Wow. It does. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's gone beyond... Well, free education. So not right. to deviate too much, but free IPA is like a is like a mail in a box kind of sort of thing. It mm. does everything. God, don't use mail in a box, Jesus. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying it's like that, and that it does everything for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know that's not always a good thing. But it uses 389ds, which I'm not happy about. But whatever. Right. You know, if you're a Red Hat shop or maybe Depression. even you know, it makes sense. But yep, whatever. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So free IPA does have LDAP. I mean, it right. also has like Radius and Kerberos and all this other stuff. But yeah, pertinent to this conversation, it does indeed have LDAP with a lot of additional schemas added in. So like it, it already added in for you. It has like the Samba scheme, for instance, where you can control Samba access through LDAP, for instance. Right. A lot of, lot of additional stuff added in. But you know what? They're not that hard to do yourself. You know, if you're using Open LDAP, you just install Samba and import the Samba LDIF and that's it. Oh, before I go any further, LDIF is LDAP data interchange format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's basically it's like a SQL dump, but for LDAP. It's a textual representation of, of LDAP structures. So, right, right, right. Important to know that. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to add because it's so it's such a big topic, and you can get so far into it. Okay, well, I'll add some spice to this meat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to make the meat go bad? You're going to spoil the meat? <laughs> it's a spicy meatball, though. What? Is your quest? Well, no. Okay, to seek so, the Holy Grail. So this is probably a question we've talked about before. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But specifically in the, the spirit of LDAP, at okay. what point does one need LDAP? I would say... Like, what is when does LDAP become an effective solution, and does it reach a point where it doesn't scale anymore? Oh, there's not really a point you can... So you can also do things like reflection and things like that with LDAP. Yeah. You use LDAP uh -huh. proxies. So there's not really a point where it breaks down in scale. But I would say anytime you're doing single sign-on... You want LDAP. You want LDAP, at the no. very least. You might need additional stuff on top of that, but you're going to want LDAP. Okay. Yeah. Directory, literally directory services, you know, where you're keeping track of, like, phone numbers, emails, addresses, stuff like that. It's... You can do it without it, but... Anything else feels kludgy. Yeah, it's not good. It's what? It's not good. No, yeah, no, it's it's not. It... But like, okay, so I I run a small medium business. We have twenty employees. Mm -hmm. 
LDAP, no LDAP. Well, it depends what services you have internally, right? Uh-huh. So if you've got well, multiple yeah, yeah. things okay. and you want single sign-on, you want someone so to be able to So let's say we, we've, got some, we've yep. got some shared workstations and we have internal websites and services, you know. We have project management software. We have, I don't know, a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. LDAP, no LDAP. I'd say so. Because, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. once you get to like four or five different internal services, that's a lot of credentials it's, to keep track of. It is. I mean, Absolutely. I run that many services personally. Well, right. Yeah, but that's just you. You're talking about... And now multiply have... that by 20. Right, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. So okay. that's a lot of credentials to keep track of. It's really mm-hmm. nice to offload that all onto one server. Indeed. Yeah. Well... Plus, then, if you want to enforce things like a password expiration and mm-hmm. policy, you have one place to do it. Password complexity, yeah, you can do that with a right. pre-policy overlay and open LDAP specifically. Right, and it's it's just it's easier to do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if you want, if you to need to change way. your password, one place you need to go. That's it. You change it one place, mm-hmm. and then changes everywhere. It's really nice. Yep, yep. Now, obviously, there are limitations. You know, all the machines need to be able to contact this LDAP server. So it doesn't work so hot for air gaps machines. And you would need to run some sort of public instance if you wanted client machines to be able to talk to it. You know, provided you don't have a VPN in place or something. But you know what? That's generally safe because LDAP informally, there's been no RFC for it. So I don't know why people insist it's quote unquote the standard for LDAP encryption. But Hmm. you can do LDAP over TLS. Typically, it's on port 636. Again, LDAP-S. LDAP-S, exactly. That is not codified. That is not formalized. It's not canonized. You and should you really can stop still using find it. it. You can still find it with like older versions of SSL. Mm. It's also LDAP-S, but it's a different port, right? No, that's LDAP-START-TLS. Okay. That is the actual standard. That is formalized in an RFC. It is actually canonized and, and blessed by the IETF, I believe. You know, it's that's where you want to go with this if, if you want LDAP encryption. So that's that runs on the same port as plaintext, 389, because it's start TLS, right. right? That's what they do. Right. And, Just like SMTP right. still with start TLS yeah. is still on 587. Exactly. Or 25, even. Yeah. Because it's, it's start TLS, you know. You, uh, you start yeah, yeah. plaintext. I was you, thinking. 587 is the alternate. Well, no, it's not even, isn't it? Isn't that the port for IMAP? Or is IMAP 993? I think that's 993. Welcome to, we don't know our ports <laughs> from our assholes, but... I mean, I feel like I know, but whatever. Yeah, but so the neat thing about that is LDAP also is... Well, I don't know about other LDAP servers, but Open LDAP is aware of something it calls security contexts. So it knows if a user is connected or binded, if you will through start tls or not yeah. so you can say okay if you're an encrypted connection you're allowed to authorize and you're allowed to see all this data if you're not fuck you get lost right and that's really neat and that's something a lot of the other start a lot of other start tls services really need to start supporting but yeah and that also lets you do neat things like do anonymous lookups over plain text so you can have like a, a internet ex- like say you specifically want to expose some information you can do that with a, a combination of access rules and contexts it's really cool no other service really lets you do this 
where it's it's aware of like okay this is a user and they're coming in on an encrypted connection so they can see all this yeah this is a user they're on a plain text connection they're limited to only this data and this is a totally anonymous user they only get this small amount of data you know it's so cool that you can do that yeah uh, but it makes perfect sense for something like like a directory server right because some aspects or elements in a directory should should be completely public basically mm-hmm yeah, like maybe maybe work emails you want to public. I'm not saying you should, but maybe a staff guys... directory showing where someone's office is and their office number. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Depends, but yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, Brent you and I one time had back. a real fun experiment where we. So I don't think we could talk about that on air. Can we? We're, I'm not going to say too no, too many things. I'm just okay. going to say you've already you've was, already said too much. There was a place, and they had a directory that was just basically completely public. Yeah, there were there were no restrictions in place. And so, you know, I downloaded a copy just for safekeeping. <laughs> did you? Interesting. To be fair, yeah, we I, did not make any rights. I didn't, well, I didn't even it, bother it, testing rights. No, the rights didn't work. I did try. Jathan, I feel like that's, I feel like that's crossing a line. Why? Mm. It, this blows my mind, man. That's like me putting something out on my porch. Mm-hmm. Like a, a bag of candy. On, on, not just on my porch, but like on my porch on the internet. My internet porch. <laughs> Well, okay. I mean, I mean like, you thing. can look at it, but you, you can't take any. Like, if you have an open directory. Mm-hmm. You are asking for it. it. Like an open S3 or whatever, you know? Like, yeah, right. I, I feel like you're asking un- for it. I'm under the assumption that if it is that widely exposed, it is intentionally that widely exposed. It's a yeah, honeypot? I'm pretty sure that no. this was not such. No, not okay, so, okay. So, what you're saying is. If I have a web server... I'm saying firewall your fucking AD servers, is what I'm saying. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, so... But so why is it over the line to test a write? Because, to you me, know, I, I see that as destruction. Right, but I was trying to a generate copy, a, yeah, a complete a, a copy report... A review is non-destructive, right? I was trying to uh-huh. generate a full report for the security team at Fair this enough. particular place. Fair enough. And I wanted to be informed. So, yeah, you want... I, but I also, I don't know, now to be clear, I am not a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the legal precedent is here, if there is one. I believe accessing and attempting to write, whether you're trying to get a report or not, would technically be considered an act of terrorism. It, it's an act of the, terrorism. It, yeah, according it, it to depends. the cyber it, well, warfare so that's thing. The thing. It all like depends. If someone wanted to push it, they could. I, I believe they, they Again, could. But here's the thing. Again, not I'm not to do that. But, but it's my understanding that it all depends on the judge's interpretation of the CFA. But you put it Correct. on the internet. No, right. It doesn't matter. You blatantly did matter. a stupid effing thing. It doesn't matter. We agree with you. It doesn't matter. If someone wants to be a jerk about you. That is stupid you, as you shit. Access, I, if I'm you not put something on wrong. the internet and it's insecure. I'm not saying you're wrong. Because you're an idiot. It, you deserve to wrong. have bad things happen. No, I'm I mean, not saying you're wrong. But. I would not say you deserve to have them. And I'm not going to well, be right. the one to do them. But right. I will because say here's the thing. unavoidable. Because I would say correct. Inevitable it's one thing if you did it. It's t- two things. So one, it's one thing things? if you didn't know that you did it wrong. Fine. Mm-hmm. Two, Occam's it's razor. another thing. Two, if you're running software and there's a vulnerability in the software, like there's not a lot you can do about that, right? Well, other than just you know, not run the service. Well, yeah, or faceted security, right? Don't run the service. Run it behind a proper firewall. Layered security is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But number Terrible. three, oh, sure. if you just configured it poorly because you are not entirely qualified or competent to do whatever the hell you're doing, 
I just feel like it should not be somebody else's fault for... But that's that's the whole point, though, is that it doesn't matter if you have something open on the internet. If you attempt to write to it, that could be considered an act of terrorism, according to the whole cybercrime thing. Jathan, he's just saying, according to to a lot of legal interpretations, is what he's saying. I get it. Right. Right. But by that logic, right, Mm -hmm. like, we may as well, none of us should... Have any authentication uh, because if somebody accesses no, it, right. let's that, just sue them and make money. Using a, a right? fake name on a web forum could be classified as the same thing. Right, I, I get right, it. right, right. It's a, I, it's I, a dumb law, and it really needs to be stupid. tightened down. That pisses but... me off. Well, okay. okay. I'm moving. Uh, I'm moving. Okay, <laughs> I'm moving. Okay. How would that <laughs> I mean, fix anything? Okay. Because different countries are better. You know, surprisingly, not name really one. when it comes to Sweden. Not really. No. Not really. Iceland. I bet. I bet it'd be fine in Iceland. No, probably not. What? I bet access, I could go to Cuba or? and access somebody's open directory and it'd be fine. No, well, that, that depends on. <sighs> That's the other thing, though. Like, why are we trying to govern the internet? Don't even get me started. Like, you, you know should, what? You should, because, you should keep it for because your 15 the, clams. the people. The no, people I have another clam. But I'm getting mad, is what's going to happen. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm getting mad here. The people who control the internet are fucking morons, okay? Yeah, Nobody controls the internet. That's my point. No, 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 no. There are people who... Not no. Control, not, shut the regulate. fuck up. There are... Exactly. The people who regulate the internet, who well, say, oh, you should do this and this and this, don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. Hence why fucking the FCC is saying that neutrality is bad. Fuck you. you know, okay, well, then why don't we just start an alternate internet? Good, Good luck. luck. You know how many times because that's been tried? I, Yes, but you know what? Yeah, how many of them? I'm, I'm leaving the real internet. I'm going to the fake yeah. internet now because I'm pissed off, <laughs> the fake and I'm not dealing internet. with these bogus regulations Jay-Fan's anymore. Jayton's sitting okay. in the fucking corner with his land, just like <laughs> yeah. I don't need the internet. I got <laughs> like, my land. I've got my own. Mirror got my Wikipedia own. on a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> you can. Well, I maybe know. not a Raspberry Pi, but like, oh, they, yeah, they make I their dumps public, so I could do it. I mean, they I, strip them, obviously. They I'm calling Jason Scott when we're done here. I'm getting the Internet Archive on my side. <sighs> All we're going to reproduce the Internet. The internet. <laughs> Me and Jason Scott. You just wait. God Jay damn it, I'm mad now. Jay you guys piss me off. storage for that. <laughs> I don't think he does either. <laughs> if, oh, the Internet Archive does not actually have that much storage. Relative to some things. Okay, well... Like, like, like what? I'm pretty sure that I maintain more storage than the Internet Archive has. I doubt that. No, I, th- I look it up. I highly well, you know what, Jason Scott, if you're listening, why don't you tell us how much storage the Internet Archive? No, it's has. published, man. They they keep it. Well, then link it to me so I can put it in the show notes. Jesus. Okay, so this is an article no, from. Go find the link. Go find it. Go find the, the publish. Go find the, the link. The right now. I, I'm there. looking. Find the, link. find the fucking link. This is an article from 2017. Right Okay. It find says it. that it's 10 petabytes. It's link to us. Oh, oh my god. god. Find link it. Okay. Link it. Back to LDAP. Dirty whore. Why does he always take us down these fucking roads? I didn't. You got me mad. <laughs> yeah, but Welcome you... to Tangent Administrivia. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Okay. This is relevant. People enjoy it. I don't want to get off of no, a rant people here. Don't but... People don't care. People don't care. Okay. <laughs> they don't care about you trying to run your own private internet. Point being, Jathan. You know what? I will finish that with, I wish the IETF had the same political power that all the other regulators do. Because they're the ones that actually publish RFCs. And if people followed the RFCs' recommendations, we wouldn't need the internet. The right. internet regulation. Right. Anyways. Right. Yeah, I'm mad. Yeah, well, we know. You know what? I think I'm done with LDAP. You know what? To, to be clear, you guys agreed with me being mad. No. we Yeah, we said it's dumb, but we wanted to get back on track. Right. Okay. 
And now it's too late. Now I forgot. What are we talking about? What is this episode about? LDAP. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? And I nobody forgot. even learned anything from listening to us. Fuck. No, they, they learned. They learned. A, they learned. They got a glimpse into what LDAP is. Anyways, LDAP is, is awesome. I love it personally. I think I, that, you know what I think would be a really cool thing for us to do? What's that? I think that we should have some input from the fans. Not that they ever talk to us anymore because there's only three of them. <laughs> And I think that they More should just that. pick something that, like, there's going to be, like, a live stream event where for, like, eight hours we're going to work through setting up some kind of, like, environment that's going to have, like, directory services and a VPN to access it and certain types of storage and shit. And it's just going to be us live streaming ourselves, like, setting up our components and arguing over integrating it all. That sounds boring AF, I don't, but I think it'd be pretty a fun. Little fun. As long as we fun. were allowed to do some prep work, like I would run, I would want to run SSH secure, but that takes like an hour to gen the DH param sometimes. So I understand. So I would think to avoid that problem, we would just have a templated VM that already had like a base install. So plus prep SSH work secure. would be allowed. Is what you're saying? Very minimal, but yes. Okay. Nothing related to the actual service running, but like, but also, do we really need SSH secure on a dev environment that we're going to work on for eight hours? Well, the whole idea is to get it close to prod, right? I don't know. I think the whole idea is to entertain. <laughs> I mean, ideally, well, we would learn something. That's like, because otherwise, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to care. It's like, eh, it's a fucking dev box, root password, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm down to try that. You know. Do you remember, uh, Brent, the talk we went to at Hope Hope Eleven about it was? God, I only know his Twitter handle as Nibbleizer. It was the guy talking about Tink. Yeah, you won't stop talking about the tank, I know, though. I know. But what they did with Tink was super cool. Like, basically, it was just he and his friends who all, like, had a, a VPN with Tink. Mm -hmm. And they would randomly, like, stand up services on it and just, like, then all of a sudden they had service discovery and people would just put random shit on it. Like, that sounds fun as an experiment. Speaking of service discovery. Yeah. You know what helps with that? We'll talk about it next episode. Don't pipe down. Okay. Pipe down. But it's relevant to a conversation we were just having before we started. I understand, but just pipe down. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So, so that kind of experiment, Sima though, where you just have random people doing random things on a network <laughs> sounds dangerous and fun. Doing... <laughs> <laughs> this is the alt-internet that I'm creating, okay? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I think that'd be a fun thing for us to try. Just imagine eight hours of Brent and I, like, integrating services together and just... The arguing and pissy that would ensue. It'd be fucking great. I mean, a lot of a lot of my critique for your method comes from deploying code, not so much services. Services usually you usually do okay with. Oh wow, that's very sweet. Well, Thanks, it took Dad. you a while to get there. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. But you're learning. I just think you, yeah. you reply co deploy code in a really dumb way. It's going to be funny when Brent logs into my boxes running my services and they all have ZFS. <laughs> You're like, why the fuck did you do this? There's, <laughs> there's, it's literally just running NTP. Why did you do this? Yeah. <laughs> so I could roll back, man. Well, listen, I mean, I would be down with that, but we have to find something and we have to get some we, we would, Yeah. Well, Listener, or we just think of something fun. Yeah, give I us mean, suggestions. I, Assi you know what? Assign us different services to set up in this private demo thing yeah sure yeah we'll set up vm but i think it'd be cool because if we each kind of talk through different portions and bounce ideas off each other i mean i think we all have the potential to learn something ourselves but i also think people could learn something from us i wish we could do it as a charity marathon because i mean we can we can ask for donations remember the time you're gonna have me run on a treadmill for like 12 hours yeah 
That would have been great. <laughs> he gets excited like a glimmer in his eye. Because we were gonna I was have, ready for him to die. We were going to have like <laughs> donation incentives to dump Legos on the treadmill and stuff. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. He had to run this was going to be at the first hope. Not the first hope, but... The first one that we yeah. went to together. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about it, and then it just kind of fell apart. Yeah, we were, it did. You know what? And part of the problem is treadmills are fucking expensive, too. Well, there is a gym at the hotel, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't, th- I don't know if they would there? let us... We weren't going to buy a, a fucking treadmill. I was. I was just going to oh. I was going to get a used treadmill. Well, oh, the man, problem I missed is, the I whole... I don't know if we walk into a gym and be like, hey, can we borrow this treadmill for, like, 12 hours? <laughs> yeah. By the way, we're pouring Legos on it. <laughs> It may get yeah. trapped in the belt. Sorry. Like, I don't think yeah. that's... Uh... Yeah, okay. I get it. I get it. You're right. You're okay. right. Okay. 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 All right. Well, okay. anyway, I like that okay. idea. Okay. I don't want to okay. let that go. Okay. All right. We'll refine okay. it gradually. Maybe gradually. talk more about it over the hiatus. What? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess that is pretty close September already. already Jason. Yeah, the, yeah, the pandemic ruined everything. All right. No, I'm pretty sure that you ruined everything. No, we did. Our schedule, our release schedule, wasn't affected at all by the pandemic. I know, but it just time flew. This is the 16th episode, Jathan. I know. We and only we have, have 22. eight more episodes. I thought we had 22, but anyway, eight more episodes. I get what you said. I thought that 16 we had 20 plus eight, Jathan. Is how I many? know that. Oh no! Wait, 20 plus six. six. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, so wait, I was right. Wait, wait, we have wait, wait. Six more episodes. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Christ. Oh, my God. He gets all up in my business like I'm the idiot here. Learn to math. Learn to math. God. Uh, What's your... Have you already you already did your math, didn't you? No, you didn't. didn't. No, you I didn't do my class. Thank God. Thank Jay God. Yeah. Okay, all right. Jathan, if you step on 10 Legos and I throw five more under your feet, how many Lego imprints do you have on your feet? Depends. Alt internet or no? What? My internet or your internet. <laughs> Legos, Jay, nothing to do with me. <laughs> I hate you so much. Which size are all the Legos? It doesn't matter. Which I was wondering, is one of those little nubbins... Lego, uh, how many Lego imprints do you have? On your what feet? are those little nubbins on a Lego called? You know, I think they actually have a name, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, shit. That's a good piece it? of trivia, though. That's a great piece of trivia. Well, because is that like a Lego? No. Is that no, what that's Lego called? Lego is the, collect- no. the unit, the whole singular right. piece. Actually, it's Lego blocks. Right. Is Correct. what the actual colloquially, term is. yeah. Okay, well, somebody look up what the word. nubbins are called. But no, anyway, you fucking do it. It's well, I'm busy. It's 15 no, Legos on the treadmill, mm-hmm. and then studs. in the foot, they are called studs. Studs. That's I thought they had a hey, Jaython. They're called studs. Thanks, bud. I thought they had like a more catchy, like a, a more cutesy name, but nope. apparently not. Huh. Well, anyway. Anyway. There's a glossary. There you yeah. go. I'll link to the Lego glossary for you guys. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we talked about LDAP, which, uh, of course, you can use for authentication purposes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to first mention, if you have a .edu email address because you're attending college as a student or you work at one as faculty or staff, or maybe you just happen to still have an email address from when you were in School, or maybe you compromise the university's email server. I guess that's possible. Sure, <laughs> Ubico right now has a coupon you can get for twenty percent off of. No, Ubico is the company. Ubiki is the product. Oh, yeah, Ubico has a coupon you can get for twenty percent off of okay. certain products. Okay, so I have been using Ubikis for about a year from Ubico or so now. And 
I picked up a couple for... So all my YubiKeys were purchased by my employer at this point. To be fair, if I left, I'm pretty sure they aren't going to ask for them back because that would be horribly insecure. But anyway, but I decided to use my EDU email and buy a couple of personally. And so, you know, I got a, a smattering of different types and stuff like that. But anyway, I wanted to talk about, and I, I've touched on this before. I went back in the show notes to make sure I haven't covered this as like a 15 clams or explicitly this, but hey, it's pretty cool. Hey, you know the cool. new OpenSSH release, like 8.5 or whatever, has built-in UTF support? No way! For the keys, anyways, yeah. Nice. That's For cool. the keys. Yeah. The keys! So the private keys reference, like, hey, you know, this... This connection, this authorization uses UTF. Anyways, sorry. So yeah, what were you saying, JFAM? So I was saying I have been experimenting recently with different mechanisms for multi-factor authentication. And, you know, one of the things that, I mean, multi-factor authentication, we all agree and have talked about plenty, is a good idea. But in particular, it gets to be kind of a pain, especially when you're talking about personal infrastructure, right? Because Mm -hmm. for me, like... Okay, let's say I use my YubiKey as my second factor. So to log into any of my Linodes, I need my SSH key and also a YubiKey. Like, that seems pretty reasonable. Until I happen to be out and about somewhere with my laptop and I forgot my YubiKey or whatever. Why use Google Authenticator? Well, to get into... I use Yubico Authenticator. To get into it, I also need my YubiKey. Mm. Okay. Do you actually use Google Authenticator for 2FA for your Linodes? What? 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 Do you actually use Google Authenticator for 2FA for your Linodes or for SSH in general? Oh, no. Okay. Have I mean, you before? Technically, technically two-factor would be even having a passphrase on your key, but that's not really enforced by the server per se. So oh, I, I right. have before, yeah. Well, anyway, the whole point of me bringing this up is I've been looking into ways to have multiple second factors. So... Maybe you forgot your YubiKey, but you have access to a Vault server and have access to a Vault one-time password. Hmm. So I've been messing around with PAM policies and stuff like that recently. And, you know, I have a testbed Linode right now that I can log into. And I either need my SSH key and a YubiKey or my SSH key and a Vault one-time password or a password and a YubiKey or a password and an SSH key or a password. Oh, all right, we got the picture. Right, right. And, you know, all I heard was YubiKey password like six times. So my goal in doing this, yeah. my goal in doing this is not only to have experience with these technologies and stuff like that, but, you know, one of the things that my organization in particular has not struggled with, but I think it's probably a problem with adoption of MFA in lots of places is people are afraid of like getting locked out of their account if they lose their. It's a valid concern. Yeah, it's a valid concern. And so I've been looking for ways to enforce MFA, but give people options so that they don't have that same level of fear, Mm. because I think it will help adoption. So basically two of these three, or two of these five, or whatever. Yeah, so two of the four in my case right now. Okay. Obviously, you could have a billion different things, right? Mm -hmm. And I've gotten far enough with it. I'm doing this completely personally right now. I'm just fucking around with this on my own time, because it is something... You know, I don't run any services that are super high security for personal use other than maybe my password manager, which, by the way, I think it's BS that the community edition of Vault doesn't support 2FA. Sure. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. But the enterprise edition does, as far as I know. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole point is secrets management. So I also, you know, I'm looking into a way to implement that kind of thing. The enterprise version is like a couple grand, isn't it? 
I remember it being it's a, super expensive. It's a lot. Yeah. I don't know if they quote per organization or whatever. I got a quote for them from them one time for work, and it was many numbers. Mm-hmm. It was a big number. So, like, was it like six digits, seven digits? No, five? it was. It was like I think ten or fifteen k. Yeah, it's 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 per quite year. Sizable. It's yeah. very wow. steep. I mean, they're really good at what they do. I just think that I think two things. So, one, I think that two FA should be a community supported feature, mm-hmm. and two, I think that ten grand is too much for an organization the size of mine, at least. If yeah. you're you know, a hundred thousand employees or whatever. You're also academia though. So your budget compared to the private sector is, you know. Yes. Yeah. And that is one thing when I had looked into it, they did not have any kind of academic discount. So maybe that's changed. I don't know. And a lot of companies do in the private sector. That's an idea that sounds appealing most days. Anyway. So my whole point is I wanted to share some experiences, but also solicit a little bit of feedback from you guys. So like, you know, we've talked about vault as a personal password manager before. Mm Mm-hmm. Right now, my Vault in- instance, sorry, is only accessible over a VPN. Okay. So that's kind of like my second factor. I have to be on the VPN, and then I have to have a password to log into Vault. Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. How would you personally feel from a level of comfort to expose the Vault instance to the World Wide Web? But in addition to the password, you need like a YubiKey. You know, you can probably do like that a- with Nginx. You can. There is. It doesn't seem to be working in its current state, but I did find somebody who had hacked together an Nginx auth module that was. I mean, you can you can write your own. You can you can, yeah yeah you can make Nginx make a call to a certain URL right. and it, with a certain set of parameters, right. including you know HTTP basic auth right, and then have right. you, you and then like it, a Python script that this is actually exactly. how I have Nginx auth, Nginx auth against LDAP yeah, and then you can you know have that return a, a two hundred or whatever, and then Nginx authorizes right. based on that response. Right, and that's what I would do. I would write a Python script that just interfaces with... Because the nice thing kind of about Yubico is, you know, if you're using YubiKeys to off to a Linux server, they have basically their own sort of cloud instance that you check against. Mm -hmm. But they recognize not everybody's comfortable with that. They actually allow you to run your own. Hmm. Interesting. And you can even run it just on the same machine that you're doing auth against, so it's just accessible to localhost. And it's pretty lightweight. I mean, I, I tested it out. Hmm. Now, obviously, it's still a little black box. You don't really know what it's doing, but if it's running on your own machine, you can see where the traffic is going or not. So So you might get rootkitted, but at least it's not not doing (laughs) XFIL. Well, it actually seems like however it works, it doesn't need to make any external calls. So, Right. But it could still be a a rootkit. Yes, sure, sure. So that's my first question is like, how do you feel personally about like... I doubt it is, but... Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, would you take that risk? I think I'm fine, honestly, as long as you're using HTTPS with good set of ciphers and everything and in, in your Nginx mm-hmm. setup. Mm-hmm. I think I'm even fine without two-factor on that. Really? Like it? Yeah. You I would mean, just put it out there. Well, it's not like it's plain text, Jathan. I mean, it's HTTPS. I get it. It's scary, though, man. What? Because brute forcing? Like, everything you no. can think of, there's Yeah, a there's a solution for, for sure. Yeah. No, no, no. But, I mean, it just... I don't know. Putting all my passwords at a very... Let me put it this way. I think I trust HashiCorp's vault team more than More I than trust... like one password or something. Yeah, and more than Yubico. Last pass. More than Yubico. I yeah. don't know, man. I mean, Yubico has like FIPS-compliant keys and shit now. Yeah, but I mean, that's not really the bragging point you think it is. 
But, I mean, I'm proposing not using them singularly, but in addition to my sure, password. but I'm, I'm so, saying, like, I don't... The value from them, I think, is going to be minimal compared to the security in place already with Vault. Uh-huh. So I don't think... You know, you, don't get me wrong. You know, it's... I'm never going to poo-poo someone using MFA. You should. But it's the first time he's ever been proud of me. But well, I wouldn't I, say he's proud, I wouldn't Bob. say I'm proud. But I will say, like, number one, Yubico's not the end-all be-all for that. You know, you... There totally agree there. Multiple yeah, and options. I think, in particular, in the past... I know they try and build themselves as that, and a lot of people in the, you know, in the IT sector yeah. seem to think they are, but that's false. So here's my thing about Yubikis, yep. is I agree they're not the best thing in the world. Sure. But it's mm-hmm. many steps above not having them. So that brings us to another point, right? Assuming like, 2FA and not... You know, like some people do Yubico or sorry, Yubikeys as like a one-time password, and that's the only thing required to log in. Oh, right. Which, you know, it, that's done. To be fair, I've messed with that before for certain applications, but nothing that was like a network service, and it's not something I would run in production. So yeah, no, that's done. Someone it's better your, than nothing as a second your, factor. Your key, your key fob, and boom, everything. Yes. So yeah, now, that defeats the yeah. entire purpose of two FA MFA. Well, in that case, it's not two FA. It's, it's, it's just a. It's just an FA. <laughs> it's a one FA. It's just a exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think honestly, like, if you're trying to get around specifically in this context with Vault, right? If you're trying to get well, around the enterprise t- t- cost, I think Vault well, okay, over wait, VPN wait. is fine. So, to be fair, I'm not necessarily. Like, mm. I'm perfectly happy with my vault setup being VPN only. Like, that makes me sleep better at night. I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not adding the YubiKey into that mix. I'm just proposing it as an idea. Like, would you be comfortable with it? Oh. And it seems like mm. you would be. Yeah. I, because you'd again, be comfortable the, without it. Right. And the problem still is I would want some way of accessing that in the event that my that something went wrong. token yeah that my token generator went missing or something like that or needs yeah. to be revoked easily well if you maintain the vault instance in question and the server it runs on then you're probably okay right but and that's the other thing you need to consider about MFA is what happens when one of the A's yeah. gets compromised you need to be able to revoke that easily or gets lost or gets lost or whatever you need to be able which, to revoke which if it's that. lost you should assume it's compromised just yeah no that's fair yeah so you need a way of revoking that. And if you can't do that without your 2FA, you're fucked, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? Which, that is an interesting part of a lot of services. Like GitHub, the way they do it is kind of stupid. Because yeah. once you have... So you have to have code set up from an authenticator app before you can add a U2F key or something like that. Mm-hmm. But if you lose access ultimately to the authenticator app, you can't do anything mm-hmm. ever. Seemingly. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's why and it's, it's good it to have... It pisses me off. Well, it's because authenticator have... apps are tied to your device. So if your phone gets tossed in a fucking creek, <laughs> you're up the creek, right? Like Without a paddle. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Or a YubiKey to even try to paddle with. Right. Fuck your paddle, bitch. Are YubiKeys waterproof now? Have they done that yet? They should. I don't know. I mean, I've had... The one that I use for work, I've had on my keys for like two years, and it's still going. And I'm sure that I've gotten caught in the rain before, because I used to bust and all that. Uh, I mean, that's not being waterproof, though. That's not like, oops, I dropped my keys down this drain. Okay, well, maybe I'll take a spare and toss it in the toilet and let me know if it still works. 
<laughs> you gotta you gotta remember to switch it around a little bit though. Okay, all right. Make sure it gets gets in there. All the crevices, mm-hmm. all the holes, in, my all the holes and crevices, Jathan. Yeah. So the slits, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you know, I'm gonna keep messing around with this. Yeah. It may bring up a topic or some additional clamage at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. You know, I'm very interested in appealing to the masses here because I. Yeah, that's your whole thing. You like following the herd. No, no. In this case, I'm trying to make the herd follow me. I want people <laughs> to be more. Say that. I want to be the leader. You said you wanted to appeal to the masses. That's literally what following the herd is. Yeah. Okay. No. I That's want saying you you all like this thing. I'm going to do this thing. No, it's the other way thing. though. No, I want that. I like this thing. I like this thing, and I want more people to be accepting of it. I want to find a okay. way to make. That's not appealing to. The okay, whatever. Though. I want to find a way to make. You want to get more people on board. That's right. I want to find a way to make multi-factor authentication more usable for more people. <sighs> okay. So that I can apply it in more places. Okay. You want to solve and, the usability problems of MFA. A little bit, yeah. So, you know, if that means that I have eight different ways that somebody can get a different second factor. Well, you got to be careful uh, with that, too. Because well, the more yeah. factors you have enabled, the easier it is to gain access to one of those. So you, you would want to scale it with the number of... Ex- so, like, two out of four, I think that's good. But once yeah. you bump to five, I would maybe bump the required to three, for instance, right? Yeah. For eight, I would say five would be the minimum required. Well, so I guess that's a tough thing, though. Like, because then they're logging into five different things at once. Yeah, right. No, no, no. But like, let's say now, if they could like limit it, like I'm only going to use these three or these four. Right. Okay. But all right. So this is an interesting thing. So mm-hmm. let's say you you work at the place that I work. You I hate have my life already. Yeah. Okay. We have remember we... to cut down the river, not across <laughs> the strands. We I've have become a storage admin. We have single sign-on. I'm sorry for you. No, if you showed up on scene, I could be just a storage admin, and you could do the other BS. Anyway. I could do the the system stuff. Well, just systems that aren't storage, sure. (laughs) Anyway. Let the man talk. I'd still argue with you. Yeah. So we have a password, a username and password we use to log into basically everything, right? Mm -hmm. Is it user and 12345? How do you know the combination of my luggage? (laughs) So... Is it acceptable if one of the second factors no. you have to log into using that same username and password? No. That because the purpose. But hear me out. You would still have to know where to go to log in and that's, how to actually generate a key once you logged in. So it's still more than not having it. You know what that you, we have a word for that, Jason, or a phrase for that. You know what that is? Security through obscurity. Yes. And you know what that is? Not, Bullshit. No, yes. Yeah, there you go. So no. I, I would not, it's easy, if an attacker was determined enough, it's easy enough for them to determine where the next step would be. So no, I would not, I would recommend against that. So how, how do I make it foolproof? I don't think you can, because I really think, you know, for years we've been trying to solve this problem of as security increases, so does complexity. Yeah. And we've been trying to solve this and it's gone disastrously every time. So I don't think it's a solid So no problem. security. This goes back to my open internet policy. <laughs> don't secure anything, and when somebody logs in that's not you, sue the shit out of them. <sighs> I don't think. We've solved so many problems this episode. People should pay us for this content. <laughs> I don't you know what? If you're looking for an I'm, IT security expert, I am on the market. I'm more Hire so me. 
<laughs> going to say that users should be encouraged to be taught more. I mean, yeah, we do demand a lot of them now, but that's kill because... Me, kill me now. But that's kill because scale-wise, we're learning more as well. We have to be more flexible, so I think it's fair to ask our users to be a little bit more flexible. Yeah. And a little bit more educated. Because okay. times do change, and, you know, if you can't follow the time, you're dead in the water, so... Yeah. All right. Well, you know, expect to hear more about this as I delve into the world of MFA and probably get pissed off because that's what I do. All right. This has been System of Disturbia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. I'm pissed off. Better than being pissed on. See you around. (laughs) 